Hey mama, ever feel like there's just never enough? Whether it's energy, time, patience, or wine, well, you're definitely not alone. Welcome to Mama Needs Me Time, a podcast designed by a mom for moms. My name's Molly. I'm a mother, a wife, and most importantly, a woman who struggled to find herself after becoming a mom. We're going to touch on mental health, personal development, and tips and tricks to make things easier. Welcome to my podcast. Let's get this thing rolling. Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to be sharing this information with you today. And I want to talk about a topic that all of us, but especially us moms, uh, need a little boost on, and that is confidence. Now, when you become a mom, you go through so much um, mentally, physically, just all around. And I don't think that we put enough attention on raising awareness on how to regain your confidence. The number one thing everyone says is go to the gym, like work out, get your body back. And that's cool if that's your thing. Um, I never felt like I lost my body. I'm one of those rare people who actually lost more weight during pregnancy than during any other time of my life. And I think it's because I was kind of sick. I had a pretty complicated pregnancy and then postpartum, I was super stressed out. So I started eating kind of crappy food again, lots of carbs, lots of sugar, started drinking again. That was a huge weight gain for me. Um, But regardless of my story, I want to talk about, you know, 10 ways. um, This is coming from a Forbes article by... Francis Bridges. Um, And this is 10 ways to regain confidence. And I'm going to go through the list and we're going to touch on each of these things and talk about how in mom life you can apply them to yourself. So the number one thing is to get things done. Um, You hear it time and time again, routine, 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 time blocking, scheduling, all that stuff. Confidence is built on accomplishment. Um, If you set big goals. That's awesome. Everyone should have big goals. We're going to talk about goals at a different time, but you need to set smaller goals as well. You need to set little day-to-day things that are going to make a difference for you and make you feel like you've accomplished something today. If you start your day with a 75 list item list of things to do, it's overwhelming. So it's important to, you know, have that 75 item list, but set it to the side and start with smaller lists. Um, For example, I have right next to me here in my little post-it note gallery, a list of major things that my husband and I are hoping to accomplish in the next year with our house. Um, You know, like we want to build a shed and redo our kitchen and things like that. And so we have that list that we can kind of reference and look at. And when we check something off that list, it's a really great accomplishment for us. And we feel like we're adulting. (laughs) Whereas I have day to day on my iPad, a list of things like wash the sheets, (laughs) like eat three meals. You know, setting little lists like that are important because you you know, sometimes you have to have those reminders. You have to have reminders to practice that self-care and do that stuff for yourself. Um, which brings us to number two, which is to monitor your progress. Having a working list, like that post-it note I just shared and my iPad, like being able to go back and reference the things that you've done um, is really great. It's, 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 
The best way to reach your goals, big or small, is to break them into smaller goals and monitor your progress. Like I said, smaller goals, checking what you're doing, making sure that you're, you, you are making progress. And if you're not recognizing that and figuring out how to rearrange things in your day and with your time, that you do start accomplishing things. Um, it's really going to help you see that even if it feels like you're not doing anything, you are accomplishing small things. Like yesterday, washing the sheets was on my list. I washed three sets of sheets. I washed my son's seat sheets and everything and was able to feel confident that my linen closet is full the next time we have an applesauce explosion um, in our bed. <laughs> the third thing on the list is to do the right thing. Um, this sounds really simple, but a lot of people feel confident in their own value system. Um, and so when you're living based on what you feel is right, you'll have more confidence in your actions. Uh, this has kind of been a hot button topic with COVID over the last year over what is the right thing to do. Um, that is up to personal interpretation. And sometimes what you think is right may not necessarily be um, in your best interest. Uh, I know a lot of people over the course of the last year have dealt with some isolation and depression, uh, but they were doing so for the greater good of society. And it's hard and you have to work through it and you need you know, to have a solid support system in instances like that. But you have to ask yourself what the best version of yourself is and then you have to figure out how to get there. Um, and it's really hard. And the last thing you want to do is to, sh you know, sacrifice. No one wants to sacrifice. And it's really difficult for us to make those decisions. But in the long run, you're going to like yourself more if you're doing what's quote unquote right. Um, number four on the list is that, you know, that thing we hear so often, exercise. It is proven that when we move our bodies and we feel better about our bodies, we are more confident and less depressed. Um, our bodies release endorphins when when we're moving and we're working the bo our bodies the way they're supposed to be. Um, you have to think about it. We come from a long line of like farmers, hunter-gatherers, factory workers, things like that. And most of us are in sedentary jobs and sedentary positions at this point. I argue <laughs> that being a stay-at-home mom and having a toddler or an infant or a child in general qualifies you for a level of activity that might be comparable to some of those positions, those previous roles that our ancestors held. But at the same, at the same time, exercise is also a form of self-care. It's not like the fun forms of self-care that everyone you know, covets like going to the spa or, um, you know, wine tasting or eating cookies, but it is a form of self-care that's necessary for us to continue to thrive and move forward um, and feel better about ourselves. And when you feel good about yourself, you're going to be more confident in, in doing things. Um, number five on this list from Forbes is be fearless. Uh, this is something I struggle with a lot. Um, failing is a huge fear of mine. Uh, I'm learning to work through it. I'm learning to get over it, but failing's not your enemy. And so often we get hung up on that fear of failure and become so overwhelmed and consumed by it that we don't take actions. Um, 
I have never recorded a video podcast before. I am using equipment I've never used before. I did my hair in a different way than I <laughs> normally would do. And I feel great. I feel absolutely awesome. I posted a picture of myself on Instagram recording this. Um, and it's like blowing up. Like I'm watching my phone here, just like going, just blowing up. And the thing is, is that we so often, like we do these things without really thinking about the action and how like the progress we're going to make. Um, but like, Every wild successfully person, wildly successful person, like every athlete, every person that you can think of that's been successful in their life has gone through failure. Um, I posted about it the other day on social media. Like, there's not a single professional who just walked on the scene and did it right and did it perfect the first time. They did it messy. You know, you think Wayne Gretzky put on skates and was immediately the greatest hockey player? No, he had to practice. Tiger Woods has changed his golf swing three times. He's had to learn through mistakes and learn through errors to become a better basketball player. Look at Shaquille O'Neal. That man could not hit a free throw to save his life. So he had to pivot and find another way to be successful. And he didn't give up. Giving up is a manifestation of your fears. And if you give up, you're just going to continue to be afraid. You're going to lose confidence in other aspects of your life where you're afraid to fail. So being fearless is super important. <laughs> and that's the next one is stand up for yourself. If you know your goal, if you know where you want to be in three months, six months, two years, five years, go for it. Don't let other people tell you you can't do something. Um, you know, you often think, you know, how can I be the the right like right person for this situation um, if, you know, others have done it before me. You know, it, it's, it's one of those things where I really struggle with this sometimes. It's, it's, a, it's a reflection of your projection of your own failures. Um, when you start something new or when you're in a situation where you're unfamiliar, you have to advocate for yourself. Um, I constantly think back to, times in my life where I just let other people say like, no, we're not doing it that way. It's not going to work. And I could have saved my company, myself, or yeah, I could have saved so much money and so much time, but I didn't stand up for myself. I did not learn how to advocate for myself fully until I had my child and he was in the hospital. And then I recognized I have to advocate, I have to be there for him. I have to stand up for him. And I can tell you that in the last three years of my life, since he was born, I, I don't put up, I don't put up with anyone's stuff anymore. I don't, you know, I, I live by the philosophy of no one else can tell you and make you feel like you don't deserve what you want. And that is, You've got to stand up for yourself. You've got to know what you want, which is a whole other process with goal setting. And we'll get there. <laughs> we'll talk about goals, I promise. And, you know, in standing up for yourself, you need to be thinking long term and follow through. If you implement a new system or set a new goal and you don't follow through on it, you're never going to achieve it. And you're never going to gain extra confidence. You know, if you 
ask somebody for a favor. I'm guilty of this constantly. I'll ask people, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? Hey, do you want to like do this project with me? And they'll say, yeah, sure. Like, let me know. And I never follow up with them. And it's a huge thing. I know that I can sit and I can do this podcast and I can rattle off 15, 20 minutes of me talking about a certain topic, but I'm, I don't want to make someone else uncomfortable um, with an interview. And I know that I have so many friends and coworkers who could drop some insane value and insane information for you guys. And I need to follow through and I need to get them on because I care about getting the information to you guys. And that's where the thinking long terms comes into play because I know that I can provide information and value to you guys, which will help you learn tricks and tools to become more confident. Um, which leads me to number nine on the list. What a perfect segue. Don't care about what others think. If someone agrees to do something for you and someone agrees to be a part of something for you, they're doing it. Don't worry about how what you're doing or how what you say is going to affect them. Um, don't worry about rejection. No one, my, I have it written on my wall. <laughs> People cannot say yes if you don't ask. So if you constantly fear the no, then you're never going to ask and it's going to, it's going to wear on you and it's going to make it more difficult for you to reach your goals. Um, so the more you let go of the perception of others and the more you let go of the opinions of others, the more you're going to accomplish and the better you're going to feel like this all cycles back to remembering that you have value and you have so much to offer and you will learn that the more you focus inward and less on the opinion of others. And the final thing in this topic that I want to talk about is do more of what makes you happy. I love talking to other moms. I love sharing like information um, on how on my journey and how I was able to cope with things and get through my you know struggles and become confident and become assertive and become, you know, a goofy toddler mom. Um, and so I've started podcasting and I've started my coaching business and I've started, you know, joining communities where they value that. Um, I love watching hockey. I'm wearing a hockey Jersey right now. <laughs> and I've started doing that again, getting back to what made you feel good before will only make you feel good in the future. And yeah, there are times you're going to try things that you liked before that you no longer care for. I don't like watching football anymore. I used to love it. It used to be one of my favorite things to do was watch football, but I realized that I liked watching football with my dad. I don't live by my dad anymore. So it's, it's, it no longer serves me. So now I don't do it. Um, I mean, I'll still watch football, but I don't do it like religiously like I did before. And that's the thing is like, you're going to find things that make you happy. If you like being outside, find places you can be outside. Stop making excuses, letting the opinions of others, letting past failures hold you back. You're going to find the confidence you need to move forward and find your goals and feel better if you just let go and do what makes you happy. If you're a nurse or you're a an accountant or a marketing professional and you don't like your job, evaluate, see how, see what changes you can make. 
everything that you can have is in the existence. It's already out there in the universe. It's available to you. If you have always dreamed of owning like a custom jam company or a candle making company, start doing it. Carve out the time to do the things that you like and do it for yourself. You owe it to yourself to be as confident as you want your children to be, as you want your husband to be. You owe it to yourself to be as confident as you make your friends feel, as you hold up your friends and your family and your other people. Because as moms, especially as women in general, we end up with the weight of the world on our shoulders. We are the caretakers. We are the healers. We are the people who are making the difference for the others in our lives. And it's exhausting. So no wonder you don't feel confident. No wonder when you're on day six of dry shampoo in your hair that you don't feel like the most beautiful woman in the world. But you still are. You still are amazing and you still have so much to offer. And that confidence is there. You just need to let that phoenix fly and get it done. So do the things that light you up. Ignore other people. Exercise if you want. If not, just move your body. Move your body twice a day. You know, you have everything within you to regain your confidence and to regain your abilities. And there are support systems out there to help you. That's all I'm going to drop today. I hope you had a wonderful, (laughs) wonderful time joining me today on my podcast. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>